we're back on another Philadelphia Faithful Hammer Down podcast. We're looking at Week Nine coming up, and we're gonna waste no time. We're gonna get right into it. First game, we got Green Bay Packers at San Francisco 49ers. The Packers are six and a half point favorites, and the over/under is forty-eight and a half. We're gonna swing the mic on the first one here. Uh, this is the COVID Bowl. We got pretty much every notable player that isn't already injured on the Niners out with COVID. Um, can't believe the Lions still at six and a half. It's going to be a sloppy Thursday night game. Would have been a good game otherwise. Um, but yeah, I'm going to stick with Green Bay six and a half. That's my pick. Uh, Tim, what do you got on that one? All right. I think Aaron Rodgers, chip on the shoulder. What, what do we know about Aaron Rodgers with chip on the shoulder? He's that guy. He's that guy. He's Aaron Rodgers. Bro. We also do know. Yeah, my knee. Yeah, that's him. It's right. his knee. Okay. So now he's got a shoulder is what you're saying. NFC Championship game. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Blown out by a far inferior team because Raheem Mustard had the best hot dog condiment of his life that day. I don't know. So, dude went off four touchdowns, 220 yards, whatever. That dude's out and dead or wherever he is. So is Garoppolo. So is all of them. They're all done. I think before any of that happens, Packers easily cover yeah. six and a half. Now if that's happening, dude. They're probably covering 15. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that little stat here. Green Bay is 9-0. and They've won against the spread the second week. Uh, they haven't lost back-to-back in 10 straight weeks against the spread, so I think they're going to keep it going here. I just butchered that. But yeah, that was wrong. bad, dude. Oh. <laughs> they're winning. All right, they don't lose back-to-back. So we're all in agreement on that. <laughs> all right, next one we got Baltimore Ravens at the Colts. Colts are one-half-point underdogs. Ravens, one-half-point favorites. 56-and-a-half over-under. Tim. 46-and-a-half. 46. 46-and-a-half. Yeah, get it right, dude. This guy, dude, he's about to get kicked off. All right. Um, honestly, I'm kind of scared, to be honest, because I think the Colts are, like, the most overrated team ever. And uh, how are they only one-and-a-half-point dogs? Like, that's, that's weird. Vegas is telling us something weird with that one, but... I'm just going to go with what I think. I'm going to say I'm swearing to Vegas because, I mean, I am swearing to Vegas. I mean, look at me. Um, I'm taking the Ravens easy. They're going to cover that spread, and it's not even going to be close. Like, I don't even understand how that's even the spread. All right, we got Oh my God. Bro, what are you talking about? Dude, what do you mean we're going to talk about? We'll, we'll get to, so we'll get to the records of last week later. No, nah, the records of last week are irrelevant. We're on to this week. But, wait, wait, I'm sorry. How many podca- betting podcasts were released last week? How many? I don't think there was anything released. You got what do you? I didn't say anything. Prove it. We'll we'll let the viewers know how the how the results panned out. But um, I think this indie team is kind of kind of catching their stride on offense. They're kind of hot. Uh, Lamar Jackson is a running back. It's been proven. The books out on him. Um, I don't think. I, I honestly think he caught lightning in a bottle last year and won MVP. I don't think you'll ever come close to seeing that Lamar Jackson again. Will he have a 40-yard run some point in this game? Yes, he will. Um, does that mean he's an MVP caliber quarterback? No, it does not. Uh, but it, everything is kind of telling you to pick Baltimore, and I'm still going to pick Baltimore. Um, one, All I got to do is win the game. One and a half isn't much. I'm going to stick with the Ravens and... Um, over 46 and a half. I kind of like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. hitting that too. But wait, wait, wait. Are we just going to talk about how you just like lectured me to then just say, yeah, I'm going to agree. Well, I lectured you on the part where you said you're smarter than Vegas. 
I mean, I totally asked oh, for yeah. the Vegas, dude. No doubt. That was the lecture there. Yeah, okay, well, okay. Vinny, what do you got? Baltimore, didn't Yeah, I'm going to have to go with uh, Baltimore here. At first, the one half really scared me, because I was thinking the line would have been at least, like, three and a half, at least. But then I started thinking, I think Baltimore is just going to barely squeak this one out with, like, by a field goal. I think they win by three. I got Baltimore here. Okay. All right, we'll move on. we got Carolina Panthers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Minus ten and a half for the Chiefs. I'll go first on this one. Uh, I'm not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes until he proves me wrong. I think the Panthers are pretty decent, but I'm still going with Chiefs and Andy Reid. No doubt about it. Tim, what you got? Oh, no, you're Give sm- me that look. You're smoking some double doinks over there, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I mean, this isn't also the same Chiefs team. They haven't hit full stride yet. Like, they haven't been... The crazy, insane, elite Chiefs teams that we've seen that's won the Super Bowl this year. Not to say they can't get there, but they're not there yet. And they're playing a Carolina Panthers team that's been pretty good. You know? Like, I just think 10 and a half is a lot of points to cover against a decent team. I'm going to take Carolina. Yeah, it's a good call. Um, I'm seeing Christian McCaffrey. We may have an activation off the IR before the game. He's still up in the air. Hold on! He's, he's still up in the air. Questionable. Um, projected zero on all the fantasy apps, so don't hold your breath on that. But um, I think I bet against Chiefs covering last week, and I uh, got burned on that. They beat the Jets by 20. Um, I don't know. I like this Carolina team. I'm, I'm going to keep betting against the Chiefs. Um, might make me broke, but Carolina plus 10.5. That's a lot of points. And uh, against a good team. So I'm going to roll plus 10.5. Alright. Alright. Next we got Chicago Bears at Tennessee Titans. Titans minus 6.5. Tim, that's your team. We'll go with you. Oh, dude. I think there's no way that my Titans are letting me down again. No way, dude. I think this is going to be a week. I think I've said this on. Well, I didn't say. Well, this is the first betting pod. That's been released. You know, All right. Really... All right. So, this is my first time. This is the... I did not. I don't know what you're talking about. You can't go 2-11 if it didn't happen. All right. Um, but I think, I think on other weekly talks, we'll call it that, I said every week Foles is going to get benched for Mitch. I think this is legitimately the week, too. Like, I think the, the Titans are going to come out start steamrolling them. Foles is going to have one of those ugly games, and it's not going to be one of those games that are close, and they're going to have to pull them. And I think the Titans easily cover this game. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I think uh, I think the Titans are gonna win, but I, I think uh, the Bears do just enough to cover that spread. Maybe some uh, late minute backdoor cover. I'm feeling this one. Over under forty seven and a half. I hate doing it, but I'm going with the under. Under. Game. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Every Nick Foles game he's been on, he's he's. What do you hear some crazy stuff? He had that like quote where he's like, "Oh, would you rather lose pretty or win ugly?" Right. He has the ability to not only make his team play ugly football, he makes the other team play yeah. ugly football. It seems like every game he's in, it's like, this is like the worst-looking football game. Like they, There's some weird mojo vibe energy to it. Like I think God's on his side, or he's got the, like some sort of religious energy to him, dude. I don't know what it is, but he does do some weird stuff like that. But I just think I think it's going to run out at some point. Super Bowl 52 was an ugly football game. Nick Foles is behind center on that. But recently, agreed. yeah, recently. but um, uh, six and a half Tennessee at home off two losses, one to a good team, one to one just a terrible blowout. They let's be real. I mean, they made that a game at the end. That was kind of a blowout. 
the Bengals were never really in danger of losing that one. Um, I think Nick Foles has his best game as a Bear. I don't think Tennessee's defense is very good, but I think Tennessee's still going to cover six and a half. Nick Foles will put up good numbers. I don't think he'll get benched yet. Do you they, think he will get benched? Eventually, eventually they're going to have to. I think, he will to. I think I mean, they should go back. As an organization, if you're not getting higher production than your young guy that you used the top pick on, I mean, what's the point of having a, a and thirty-something well. year old vet in there that yeah. is kind of washed at this point? If we're being honest, Mitch was playing well and was three and up. Yeah, and then he played bad for like the one first half. Game. He didn't even finish the game. He played one half, yeah. and they said, "All right." We've had enough of yeah, this guy. Yeah, but the fact that that guy came in and won them that game down big. Granted, it was, was against the Falcons. The Falcons. Yeah, yeah, does that even it count? Was. Yeah. I mean, come on. Mitch I might come have back won and win that one. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to roll uh, Tennessee um, laying the points six and a half. How about the over-under? you guys betting that one there? I'm going to stay away from that. I What's the over-under? I got a 47 and a half. I would st- yeah, I'm staying away from a Nick Foles over-under every time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he is uh, very volatile. Could be going off. Could be hot cross buttons. You just never know. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. Denver Broncos at Atlanta Falcons. Falcons, four-point favorites over-under 50. Mike, what do you think here? Ah, oh, man. It, this is just... Slop, slop versus slop. There's not much defense being played in this one, I don't think. Um, I like Atlanta. Just they're the home team. I like Atlanta, the home team. I think this could be a game. Whoever gets the ball last winds up winning. Um, questions about Denver's offense were kind of answered last week. They kind of hung in there and won the game uh, against Chargers, who've been putting up a lot of points. So I like. Uh, I like Atlanta to beat them by at least touchdown, and I like uh, over 50. So I'm going Atlanta minus four over 50. Yeah, I, th- I think the uh, the Broncos have just had so much juice at the wrong times. I just think they're that's just one of those lucky teams. They just got lucky, I feel like. Every, like there's no logical way to, like, I don't have any logic to back me up here, but it just seems like this is the, the luckiest they could be right now, is, like, this position they're in. Like, they had no business beating the Chargers. They had no business beating, ooh, they beat the Chiefs, right? Like, they had they, no... They didn't beat the Chiefs. Who'd they beat? They, they beat somebody big. Um, let's I don't know. They played, the, they played the Chiefs closer. The Chiefs needed a punt. What about the health of the Falcons wide receivers? Julio and Ridley both healthy? Well, I'm seeing... Was, didn't Ridley uh, Ridley's limp question, off the field? Ridley's questionable yeah, yeah, with a foot injury. Um, Matt Ryan. Still projected points on... Uh, on fantasy apps, so yeah, like looking like he might play. Yeah, I just feel like Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, that, that's a great offense against a not good team. I think Drew Locke is a scrub. People, I love that meme that's out. People think he's like a good quarterback because he sings Jeezy on the sideline. Like, that's the yeah. truth. That's flat out the truth. Yeah. They're like, oh, look at that guy. He's so cool. And, like, he stinks. Kind of reminds me of a, another quarterback down in North Florida. Oh, yeah, you're your boy, dude. Gardner yeah, don't you dare talk about Gardner. No, 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 no. He has more than the mustache. That man has charisma. Broncos, three wins this year. Chargers, Patriots, Jets. Patriots, I guess, was big at the time, but now... Yeah, now it's not looking too big. They are who what? we thought they were. They're two and five, or... Yeah. Yeah, they're not good. They're not good. Yeah, I'm going to take um, Atlanta as well for all the reasons listed. I think this Matt Ryan, Julio, is just... 
are too good. Originally, I had Denver. You guys kind of sold me on that, and thinking about it more, I think it's going to be score fast. I think they're going to win by an extra touchdown or so. All right, we got Detroit Lions and Minnesota Vikings. Vikings four and a half point favorites at home. Mike, any thoughts? Why are the Vikings favored in this football game? Yeah, in any football game. Well, answer is Matt Stafford has COVID. Yep, that'll hammer it. So Matt's four and a half. So Minnesota four and a half. Matt Stafford out of the game. I'm going to take Minnesota. I think they're going to be able to run the ball. Um, the Lions just have too many questions. I mean, Matt Stafford having a pretty decent year like he always does, very under the radar. Uh, Minnesota just going to be able to run the ball. I like Minnesota um, covering that four and a half. The with the Stafford situation, there is a possibility he could play because he was just in close contact with somebody and has no symptoms right now. So he needs a couple negative tests. All right, well, if Stafford plays, I'm going to roll with Detroit. Yeah. See, that's so, what makes that. So, wait, 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 no, no, no. We have to hammer down a pick right now. Well, there's no conditional picking up in this pod. Right. So you can hold it. You can yeah, hold my two eleven well, against me. Nah. We're, no, we're doing this on Thursday. I mean, if we know tomorrow that Matt Stafford's in, I'm taking the Lions. If he's out, I'm taking the Vikings. Yeah, you're right. Okay, <clears throat> that's yeah. good. That's that's sound. Yeah, I, I, who even is the Lions backup quarterback? Uh, is that dude that? It's that dude that played on uh, Thanksgiving last year. Remember that? Yeah, that guy. He had a face. Yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah, I'm not very sure about the whole Matt Stafford situation. Is it a situation. Jeff Driscoll or somebody, like, crazy like that or Maybe. something? I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, it all it's all dependent on that one player. I think Detroit's better than the Vikings if Matt Stafford's on the field. So, Tim, what's your thoughts on that one? Vikings, easy hammer lock. I think the Vikings are one of the most underrated football teams. They have a bad season. They have lived up to expectations, no doubt, but. I feel the same way about the Texans. I feel like them and the Texans are like they're not bad football teams. You know I mean, they're just playing bad. They're they're not living up to expectations, but they still have the ability to be a good football team. I think Detroit doesn't have the ability to have the same potential ceiling that they have. Plus, I feel like dude, Dalvin Cook went off last week. Justin Jefferson's been, according to Pro Football Focus, the best receiver in the game. All right, so you put those two together, the potential staff are not playing. I'm definitely rolling with. <clears throat> My boy Kirk Cousins, you like that dog? That's just because Travis Fulgham hasn't played the first, didn't play the first two weeks. Yeah, the Lions need to lose. They need to pay for their sins. Like that's flat out. That's fine, dude. The whole organization should be barred from working in this industry anymore. Not because of how bad they've been or the record, because you let Jerry Rice walk. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know who the backup for the Lions is? Backup quarterback. Oh, who we got? This guy is still in the league, apparently. Chase Daniel. Oh, no. Yeah. Nah, they're going to lose by 30. No. Yeah, I think they're better off uh, putting in Danucci. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that does it for me, though. I'm going to hammer down. I'm Lions. (laughs) Yeah? Lions Lions plus four and a half. I'm going to take that. Mike does like uh, the Danucci. I mean, Chase Daniel. (laughs) Yeah. I think it might be... They got that other guy, though. D- David Blow? Yeah, Blow or Blau. something. Yeah. It's about the Blow. That guy there. Blows, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to pick the Lions here. All right. I'm sticking with uh, Minnesota. All right. 
We got the Houston Texans against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags plus six and a half home dogs. I'll go first, and I am hammering the Texans. I think this is where they turn around. I think uh, obviously the quarterback battle they win. I think they they get they win by ten here. The Min- Did you know the quarterback battle? The Minshew list Jaguars. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Oh yeah, my boy Minshew's not even playing. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Texans minus six is a gift from the gods, dude. That should be more like Texans minus 30. Yeah, totally that's that's Texans game. minus six with Minshew in the game. I just think Minshew just didn't move the spread that much. Oh, you uh, you're crazy. Good. You're crazy if you think that, dude. If Minshew's in this game, they might be favored. Right. Nah, nah, I'm just kidding. Nah, but Texans minus six <laughs> What sure you got, easily. Trevor Lawrence level clout? I'm going to take... Uh, I'm, we're all in agreement here. I'm going to take Houston minus six and a half. I also like the under... They weren't scoring points with their starting quarterback. I don't think they're going to score points without their starting quarterback. Under 50 and a half, and Houston minus 6 and a half. like it. All right, you guys ready to move on to the real battle? This is could be a battle for the NFC East. Best division in football. We got the Giants at the football team. Football team is 2.5 point favorites at home. 42.5 over under. Uh, I'll swing this one to Mike. Yeah, I'm going to go um, with the team that we've seen perform, not win, not get results, but they performed. They covered on Monday night. I'm going to take the Giants, but given points here, I mean, or, or receiving points, I think it's criminal that the, the football team's favored in this football game, if we're being honest. I mean, I just, I'm not buying that hype. The last time we saw them, they played Dallas and... Dallas is Dallas. Dallas is Dallas this year. I'm going to roll Giants plus two and a half all day on that one. Might even hammer a 120 money line. Yeah. 120 on the Giants money line. It's a good bet. See, the only thing, the only reason I can't agree with that is because the Redskins, if you want to talk about football team. Offense. Oh, yeah, my bad. How dare I? The football team. Yes. They have the best unit in the NFC East. What do I mean by that? Offense, defense on any team, if you had to pick one, their defense is playing insane. And I know people want to say our defense is good too, because like, our pass rush especially and Slay. But dude, their defense, like they're coached well, they've just been performing. Like and they haven't played elite level talent like we've been playing. Like well, not that we're playing elite level. Scratch ugh. what I'm trying to say is the Redskins haven't played crazy teams, but they've been really good defensively. That like the whole unit all around has been good front pretty seven. good. Good front yeah. seven. And they're playing another bad team. Like, that just tells me they're just going to keep rolling. And the Giants, okay, what do they have? They don't got nothing. I ain't scared of the Giants. I'm taking skins. Ah, football team! Ah! Danny turnover is what they got. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Danny speaking drops. of them, now, I'm going to have to take uh, Danny turnover. I think he's going to break a 60-yard run and hit the deck at the 10-yard line. Good call. No, I'm just kidding. I think they're going to win, and I think it's going to be really close. I think that's going to be a real suck-for-a-suck battle. Uh, if there's you know anything else on, I'd probably watch that. Yeah, <laughs> like no doubt. If you choose to watch Judy that game... might be more exciting than that game. Yeah. Yeah, that's brutal. If you choose to watch that game, and you're not a football team fan, or a Giants, a Giants fan, fan, you should probably be rusted, to be you're, honest. You should call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, we'll move on to an exciting uh, football game here. We got the Seattle Seahawks at Buffalo Bills. Bills three-point home dogs over under 55. Timbo. 
I'm never picking against Russ. I'm not doing it. Not unless like there's a giant spread. This is too small of a spread for me to pick against Russ. I'm doing minus three Seahawks. It's just that's just flat out what it is. It's the same deal as last week. I think Tim said it last week. Uh, Seahawks minus two and a half against the Niners last week. You said I would take the Seahawks minus two and a half against any team, almost any team in the league. Yeah. And I think that that holds true here. Um, one thing I'm kind of kind of looking at. Um, the Bills' weak point of their team has been their offense. They haven't been scoring that much. And uh, the strong point of Buffalo is their defense, which is Seattle's strength. Not sure how the, the point total in that game got up to 55, but that might be another under that I like. 55 is a lot of points, I think. Yeah, I thought about it, but I don't know, man. I think Russell and DK and Lockett can just break a game open and score a lot of points themselves. And then you got to think... I don't know how bad the Bills' offense actually has, has been, but it can't be that bad where they're not going to get, like, 20 points. I think Seattle puts up at least 30. Right there, you're looking at almost 50, give or take a couple more points. But I would stay away from the over-under and hammer Seattle. I just think I think they're the best team in the league. They're one of, if not. One of, yeah. Steelers are 7-0, but... Yeah, like you can make the you can make yeah. the case for the Chiefs. The Chiefs are also still alive. Yeah, you can make the case for the Chiefs, the Steelers, and the Seahawks. Those are the three teams. If you say anything outside of that, you just you're uninformed, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, if Seattle had any kind of defense, like it wouldn't even be close. Yeah, they'd be but stealing they the league. They can't even stop a nosebleed, man. It's bad. You guys ready to move on to the next one? We are ready. We got the Las Vegas Raider Raiders against the L.A. Chargers. Chargers one half point favorites. I don't know about that one, Fritz. I'll go here. I think Herbert's been real good and exciting, and I think he's got a bright future in front of him. But I just think the Raiders had the more polished team, and I think they're going to squeak this one out by uh, at least a field goal here. I like Raiders with the spread. Yeah, I, I'm in the same spot. I think the problem with the Chargers is, like, Herbert's been playing great, but they haven't been winning games. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you have an elite quarterback for not winning games. So, like... That's that's crazy. That's that's just absolute blasphemy. But, I would have thought the spread would have been the other way. Yeah, I did, I did too. Yeah, I would have thought the Raiders for sure would have been favorite. But the Raiders, like they had such a hot start, and they've kind yeah. of been underwhelming since. I I don't know. I I think they're gonna figure it out. I think the Raiders win. I think the the Raiders are more full, like you said, a more full complete team. It's just Herbert's been really good. It's the only reason that they're even in on this at all. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think I think you look at the line and and you have the drop drop dead. Oh, how's that line that way? I gotta take the Raiders. So I'm gonna go uh, Chargers. Yeah. I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the Chargers and in, in the no brainer pick. I'm gonna flip that. Um, what do they know that we? Don't? What do they know? They know something, and I'm I'm gonna roll with them. They know that they that Vegas knows they have to give us some freebies every once in a while. <laughs> well, we're gonna stop betting. That's what they know. Yeah. If you go two and eleven every week, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, if I went two and eleven every week, not that I ever went two and eleven, but if I did, I wouldn't be betting. <laughs> All right, we got Miami Dolphins at Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals three and a half point home favorites. Mike, what do you think? Um, you know, if uh, if Ryan Fitzmagic was behind the behind center for the Dolphins, I think I'm going to take the Dolphins. Plus three and a half, but it's Tua. Did not look very good on offense. That, granted, they beat the Rams, but two defensive touchdowns, a special teams touchdown, the first punt return touchdown of the year. 
Um, I just don't think they have enough to keep up with Arizona, although their defense is playing good. I'm going to take Arizona minus three and a half. All right. Uh, I don't know. This, this is one of the toughest games I had to think about this week. I think the Dolphins should be able to play this team. It, it all comes down to two. Like, the Dolphins, people, like, think Arizona's, like, some insanely good team ever since, like, they beat the Seahawks. Like, I think that was just a divisional game, and that happens sometimes in a divisional game with two decent teams, you know? Like, decent or better is what I mean by that. Um, I think the Dolphins are the better team. It's just, it's flat out, it's 50-50s. Two are going to play good to great, okay? Or is he going to just be flat out awful? Like, depends. With that being said, I'm going to take the points. I'm going to go uh, Miami Dolphins plus three and a half. I, I, I think it's close. It's 50-50 game to me. Yeah, I think it's a lot less than 50-50. I think Arizona wins this one pretty easy. Did Tua even have 100 passing yards last week? I think he had... Uh, like, like I thought he had like 83 or something. He had at least five. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Either way, I think Kyler Murray and Arizona offense is pretty good. I think they're going to put up some points against the Dolphins. Dolphins are out there. Best running back is out, too. I just don't really think they have much of a chance. I think Arizona here. Good luck. Chua went 93 passing, one touchdown, one fumble. 93 passing yards. 93? In a game. Yeah. All right. Not half or quarter a game. Yeah, that's not good. All right, we'll move on from that. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, 14-point underdogs at home. 41-and-a-half over under 10. All right. I made uh, the mistake last week of thinking the Cowboys could cover a big spread against a bad team. Now they have a big spread, a similar spread, to a great team. Like, this is the easiest Steelers pick in the history of picks, like, you know how Trump's like, oh, yeah, this is the best trade deal in the history of trade deals. This is the best cover in the history of covers right now. Steelers like cover. Yeah, exactly. Flat out, easiest Steelers cover. Easiest cover in football for the year. Hammer it, lock it. Doesn't matter if it's Danuch or who's the other guy who we got. Cooper Rush, or Cooper and Rush Garrett Gilbert. Or who Garrett knows Gilbert. Who's yeah, none of them matter. It's flat out going to be Pittsburgh by. A hundred million points. Yeah, I wasn't even going to talk about this one, but Tim brought up a good point. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles turned the ball over four times, and Carson Wentz played probably the worst game of his career as an Eagle, and the Eagles beat that team by 14 points. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> Pittsburgh. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. How were the Eagles 10.5-point favorites at what? What were they coming in last week? 2-4-1? and one? Two, three, and one, or whatever. Yeah. And the Steelers are seven and zero yeah. going into Dallas, and it's fourteen points. Only three point difference between the Eagles and Steelers. And it's like crazy. Don't you think? Like we we just were talking about the the Chiefs and the Jets, right? It was it was nineteen and a half. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be more of a blowout in that game by yeah. a lot. I think so too. I think if you line up the Jets and the Cowboys right now, I think the Jets beat them. <laughs> yeah, they might. I, yeah, I you're probably right. Point. I legitimately like. I think you take home point. Whatever the home uh, over-under points is, you take the under. Because Dallas isn't putting up any points. They flat out stink. They're in the, that's bad football team. Alright, we'll go to Sunday night here. We got the Saints at the Buccaneers. The Bucs are four and a half point favorites. 50 point, uh, 50 and a half over-under. Tim, what do you think? 
a fifty and a half point over is yelling from the mountaintops like, please take me. So hit that. That's the most important bet of this game, no doubt. But um, I think if I'm picking, this is this is tough, right? Because Bucks have been mighty good, but like, and the Saints kind of like dropped off a little bit, especially since their first matchup this season. Saints kind of blew them out, and it was kind of like, all right, Tom with, Brady he, with Michael Thomas. With Michael Thomas, no doubt. Oh yeah, he's not. He's not back. So right? game, Boy, what's he doing? It's the only game he's played in this year. Is wow. it the only game? It's the only game he's played, and he got hurt at the end of that game. Now is he back this this week or what? I don't think so. All right, we need an update on that. But regardless, with or without Slant Boy, I think the Saints are a good enough team, and they're going to start coming back because they're they're. I think they're behind in the division as of right now, right? Like Bucks they're, lead the division. They're tied, I believe. Yeah, I think the Saints are going to come back, um, win this game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Saints plus four. I disagree with you on this one. I, I think the Bucks are kind of starting to hit their stride a little bit. They definitely started out slow. Yeah, quarterback in a new system. He's been in the same system his whole career. I think they're just starting to hit their stride. They're kind of finding the run game with Jones, Fournette. Um, I like the Bucks minus four and a half here with that. So I'm going to roll with this game with the same system I went with last week. Um, Tampa Bay, the most traveled team in the league. Um, coming on a short week to play a good team. Have you ever seen a more disrespected five and two football team than the Saints? Did you know they were five and two? No, no. No one talks about them. They they right. don't have. They haven't had Emmanuel Sanders. They haven't had the best receiver in football. Well, him and DeAndre Hopkins probably a coin flip and Travis Holcomb. Um, but you look there. I mean, again, Buccaneers at Saints, Tampa, Denver, Tampa, Chicago. Tampa, Vegas, New York, short week, Sunday night against the Saints. Um, I'm going to take the Saints getting points. Uh, not as thrilled on the over as that because, I mean, Tampa's defense will show up. New Orleans still a little shorthanded, but if I was going to bet it one way, I'd go over. Yeah, I was about to say the first game was 57. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm with you on the over, though. I, I like betting overs. It's fun. Gives you something to root for. Sunday night football. Definitely going to be a little bit of juice in that one. No doubt. All right, we'll move on to Monday night, our last game. I don't know how this team has any primetime games, but you got the New York Jets and New England Patriots. Um, Patriots, seven and a half point favorites. 42 over under. We'll finish up with Mike going first here. Um, well, we're going to stick with... 42, over 42. These teams, I mean, they're equally as bad. The Patriots just fold it. And here's where I'm going to throw a little little juice in this week. The Patriots are 2-5. and five. The Jets are what, 0-7, 0-6, 0-7? 0 Over. They don't have a win. Belichick's smart. What do they need? A quarterback. Who holds the number one pick? The Jets. Jets. Yeah. They get two games in hand against the Jets. The Jets historically play the Patriots tough. Belichick has gone in the press conference and saying, look, we're against the cap. This is what we got. He basically folded the season. Cam is is out of there. Who's the number one draft pick this year? A pretty good quarterback. Yeah. Number two draft Who? pick this year? Dude, what are you talking about? The number two draft pick this year? Pretty good quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. If you haven't heard of him, look him up. Dude, who are those guys? But, <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about? 
they're, they're decent football players. So with that being said, um, I'm all over the Jets points. I even like plus 270 on the money line. Um, I think Bill Belichick doesn't want to win this game. And I think even if he did want to win this game, it's still going to be a battle because they just look that bad. So I'm, I'm all over the Jets in this one. Wow, I did not have that same opinion. That's pretty out there. I kind of like that logic, though. But I just I don't know. I just think the the Jets are just that bad where I think even if a team wants them to win, they're not taking it. They want that <laughs> first pick. Very well they will, could be they right. will have a tie game going into for like a extra point or two-point conversion. They'll go for two and knee down to not get that win. That's how bad they want that loss. I like the... Uh, I think the Patriots are just going to win by at least 10 here. I agree with that logic. And, yeah, timeout. I'm just saying. We saw for the first time in our lives last week yeah. the intentional safety. That's what they're going to do. If, we, if, if the close. Jets needed to lose this game, and they do because they want that pick, they will take an intentional safety, whatever it takes, yeah. dude. I think I think the Patriots, I, honestly, this is going to be controversial. I, I still don't think Patriots. I'm not sold on the I'm not quitting on them yet. Patriots are still an okay team. They just, they just been bad. They've been bad, all right? They still can be good. They played the Seahawks really good. Right? First couple games of the season, everyone was like, oh, they figured it out. Cam's the guy. It worked. And Brady looked bad, right? And then it flip-flopped real quick. I don't think it's one way or the other. I think it's a little bit of both. I think Cam can still be good. Good enough on a Patriots team to win a game. Against this terrible Jets team, covering seven will be easy, I think. The worrying thing is... Patriots haven't been bad since 1999. My name would be 1998. So, I just think they lost it. I think I think Belichick knows what he has, and what he has isn't good enough. What's the point in going 8-8? Eight and, eight? and I'm pretty sure, too, don't quote me on this because I'm double-tracking right now, Edelman might be out, too. Wow. And I, I'm still telling you the Patriots are winning that game. Like, no yeah. Doubt. Yeah, I'm Edelman's on IR. And cover. Yeah, he just had surgery on something, I think. Yeah, yeah, he did, he did, yeah. So if everyone's not aware, we've kind of reached a point in the podcast where we go over uh, results. Yeah. No, there's no results. Yeah, there are results. All right, we can, Tim, all right, it's doctor, dude, it's fake results, Tim, dude. take it. Fake results. Are you declaring victory? No, this, I'm, I'm not declaring victory. I'm not declaring victory. You guys are declaring failure. That's equally as bad as declaring victory. Why don't you concede here, Tim? No, I'm not conceding because Tell I didn't do anything. you went last week. I didn't go anything last week because this is the first pod. Boom! He went two for 11, folks. That moves him. That's that's the second week we did it. This is the third week. That moves him to 7 and 19 on the year. (laughs) You almost got to hope it's a cramp. Fade Tim. Go in the opposite of what he says. Me and Mike haven't been doing spectacular, though, to be honest. 13 and 13, both of us. We got to step that up. Yeah. I don't care what you guys say. You guys can say whatever you want, dude. Put put this bad light on Tim. Yeah, guy, push push some. Guy, what do you got? Okay, yeah, music. Nah, nah. Music. You don't put the outro music. Turn the outro music off. How dare you, dude? I'm calling cops. No, dude. I'm telling you, dude. I got the juice. Okay. You picked me on bad weeks that we were. Yeah, last week I was here. I was falling asleep. Literally falling asleep. That was not podcast-worthy, Tim. This is podcast-worthy. Quote me, mark me down. This is the week it all starts, and I'm going to start hitting everything. I'm going to kill you guys rest of the year. Start a new column, rest of the year. Uh-huh. I got 10. I got 10 to each of you. Yeah, I beat you. Done. Like 10 on you, 10 on me. Done. All right.